0: Hello, and welcome to Ministry Monday. I'm your host, Amanda Bruce. If you're new to the podcast, hello. We're so glad you're tuning in with us. Each week, Ministry Monday offers a podcast episode for the Church Music Minister on topics that seek to help you learn, grow, challenge, and inspire. And if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts each week. And hey, thanks for joining us. Today, we finish a three-part series on media ministry and the many ways that we can use technology for outreach and communication with parishioners and non-parishioners alike. One of the topics that is the most requested is live streaming for liturgies. Last week, AJ Holmes offered tips and products that could get a church live streaming quickly and on a limited budget. Today, we continue the conversation about live streaming and dig deeper into the hardware and camera options that could be used for live streaming in church. Kevin Purcell is a pastor and writer focusing on ministry technology for over 20 years. He serves High Peak Baptist Church in Valdez, North Carolina, and he blogs at KevinPurcell.org. Kevin is also the host of a podcast entitled Theotech, focusing on ministry tech made easy, as well as a vlogger on YouTube at Kevin Purcell. I found Kevin while searching for the best camera options for my church to invest in for our permanent live stream setup. His blog, like AJ's, is well-researched and thorough for the church minister looking to support others while improving their technological output for ministry so make sure to check out the show notes of this episode at ministrymonday.org for kevin's website and helpful links to articles for your church's digital ministry needs so today on ministry monday i'm speaking to kevin purcell hi kevin how are you
1: i'm good how are you amanda
0: i'm well i'm well so to the listeners who are listening, who may not know who you are, would you mind just giving a little bit of background on yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, I would say primarily I'm a pastor. Uh, I'm the pastor of High Peak Baptist Church in uh, Valdez, North Carolina, which is kind of in between Asheville and Charlotte, if you know that area. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been here for about fourteen years. And as well as that, I've I've done a lot in technology. I uh, as a sidelight was a a blogger for gotta be mobile and notebooks.com, which is a secular mobile, mobile centric, um, website and did that for about eight years. And then also I've written for various computer Christian computing organizations, starting with Christian computing magazine, which was one of the earliest, but is now gone. The, 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 uh, publisher of that sold it and they changed the name and he retired and, about that time, I said, yeah, I think I'm done doing that. But <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's kind of a gist of it. And now my big thing right now is I'm just kind of on my own. Uh, I, I was at Church Tech today, but left them uh, just recently, just because I was getting burned out on, you know, having to make deadlines for other people and that kind of thing. And so I, I just write at kevinpurcell.org and have a podcast called the Theotech Podcast and a YouTube channel by the same Kevin Purcell at Theotech. And we talk about ministry tech made easy, and uh, so anyway, that's what I'm doing. Great. By the way, I'm married, have a wonderful wife. I'd hate to forget uh, her, and my two boys are grown. Uh, in, one in college, one in uh, in ministry, also as a pastor.
0: Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm sure it's so rewarding to have ministry as a legacy, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and my other son, even though he's not planning to go into ministry, he's very, very active in his faith and. Nice. Uh, may actually do it eventually. He's uh, in film school at UNC uh, Greensboro and May, if he could have his way, he'd have people pay him to make Christian films, but uh, he doesn't know where that will lead yet. But. Cool.
0: cool. That's great. So today on the podcast, I was hoping that we could continue the conversation that I've been having about media ministry. So first off, um, when you hear the term media ministry, what does that mean to you specifically? Well, how do you interpret that as?
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I think uh, as a generic term, it's just using media to do ministry. Mm-hmm. Most people think of technological media, I think, although that's, you know, I, I, my uh, my degree is in, you know, using multimedia for expository preaching. That's right. I got my doctorate at Gordon Conwell and studied a lot about non-technical media. But anyway, they, the point is, that's the very generic term, but I think of media ministry in the church as that area of using the technology to share the gospel uh, in some way, whether it be online through uh, streaming, through social media, websites, those kinds of things, or um, just in your worship services. You know, a lot of churches uh, use a lot of multimedia in worship, visual, uh, as well as audio and things like that. So that's Mm kind of what I think of.
0: Mm Great. Great. So today we're going to talk a little bit about live streaming. And uh, of course, the reason that I'm chatting with you today is because I also came across your resources online on your website, and I thought they were so valuable in terms especially of really looking at live streaming and really starting to fine tune the knowledge for a minister or a church minister in whatever form that that takes because i i of course i'm i'm catholic and unfortunately i have found that we're sometimes behind the ball when it comes to technology and Mm -hmm. so i'd love to talk about live streaming 202 if you will kind of live streaming a step up so let's say you're listening to this podcast and let's say I have a live stream set up. We're starting to get technology together, but we're not sure what specifically to buy. And we're kind of on our own on these decisions. So what type of cameras, first off, would you recommend for someone uh, for live streaming in a church setting?
1: Well, given the parameter that you've set up, I I would say you're probably gonna now want to go beyond just using your cell phone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, a lot of people got started, especially those who found themselves suddenly last year in about March or so, you know, uh because of COVID. Oh wow, I, I now have to become a, a TV preacher. What do I do? Well I've got mm-hmm. this phone. It's got a decent camera, so I'll set that up. I I heard, you know, somebody in my church said I could put it on a tripod. So they helped me do that, you know, mm-hmm. and they just pointed it at themselves at the pulpit or at their dining room table or whatever. You're probably going beyond that, I would assume, right?
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this, this conversation, I think, also is for maybe people who are listening who started there, maybe mm-hmm. um, due to budget or due to urgency, like you've alluded to. Right. So yes, exactly. So we've been live streaming. Maybe it's been a little lower tech. Maybe we want to do a more permanent installation or something a little bit more higher tech.
1: Well, this is one of those questions you get asked. I've had lots of people ask me this question, just you know, ministers in my area. And you kind of have to answer some questions first before you take that next step. For example, Mac or PC. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. And that actually changes the conversation a little bit because I think software might be a more important designation first. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, on my website, I have, I did a series last year and then updated them this year. And so are you going to just use the Facebook interface to go live to Facebook or are you going to pay somebody to handle a end-to-end streaming solution, which can get expensive, you know, 20 to $200 a month, depending on how advanced it is. And so that's an important question. But as far as cameras go, I would say you may already have it because a lot of um, camcorders, that's something that seems so like old fashioned and out of date (laughs) even now. But a a decent HD camcorder with HDMI output can plug into a Blackmagic design interface box that then can plug into either a Mac or a Windows computer and send a very good HD signal, a 1080p or maybe even 4K if it's a a high-end camcorder. And on on my website, I recommended... um, a couple of them, you can buy them as cheap as you know, 175 hundred and seventy-five, two hundred dollars, all the way up to two or three thousand dollars. I personally am kind of, uh, I personally am kind of uh, uh, favorable to Canon, their color design and that sort of thing. I just think that it looks better. Nikon doesn't do a very good job of this. Um, I don't even know if Nikon makes a, a camcorder now that I think about it, but Sony can be a little complex. That's just my opinion, but. They make really good camcorders. JVC has them. Um, There's just lots of different kinds. At my church, we actually have an old. It's been plugged in, the same camcorder that we've had for the last 10 years doing this. It's a JVC Averio. You can't even buy it anymore, but it still works. It's 1080p output, and we have it plugged into a Blackmagic design box. That's a company, and uh, then that goes into our computer. And so that's an inexpensive, relatively inexpensive solution. But you can, if you really, you know, like higher end churches, they need a lot more whiz bang features. Um, you can spend a lot more money, but still even a just a, a 4k camcorder can do the job. The other option is maybe you've got a, a DSLR camera or uh, one of these uh, mirrorless cameras. I have a um, it's a Canon M6 uh, Mark II, and that has uh, output with, with a, uh, ca- a cable. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting my words all messed up here. Cam- Canon just came out with um, a webcam utility that you can get from their website so that you can use cameras like that, plug it into your computer, and it will treat it like a webcam. So, any software that you have that sees a webcam will see your really high end, you know, $1,200. Uh, mirrorless camera as a, a webcam so there what you get is you got a, interchangeable lenses so if you need something that's uh you know a, a 85 millimeter all the way up to 200 millimeter you know you can spend three four thousand dollars on something like that and have a beautiful solution i mean all with the you know what they call bokeh when you see these portraits and the background is kind of blurred out Right. So maybe you've got some distracting stuff behind the preacher or the musicians as they're playing. You can set it so that that's all kind of blurred out and look beautiful. Um, and that works very well. By the way, if you have a Big Sur a Mac, that, that utility doesn't yet work for it. So you want to wait oh, okay. to upgrade or if uh, you've already got a computer that new that has a Canon or Mac OS Big Sur on it, you'll mm-hmm. have to wait for that to work. It's not quite, it works sometimes, it doesn't work on mine. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> okay.
1: Then there's another br- sort of category of cameras. It's uh, it's kind of like a networked camera where you literally have it plugged into a network cable um, and these are software that you would install on your computer. I know very little about those, so I can't tell you a great deal about them, but you can control it with software and it can sort of pan and Tilt and things like that, um, and a lot of people use those. And you can put them in multiple locations. So you could maybe have a three camera setup, or maybe just a one camera setup, or more, depending on your interest. You would need someone to who knows more about that to help you than anything we could discuss right now, because I don't, I just don't know enough about those. I've never really used them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've mentioned twice to the black magic box. So for someone Mm -hmm. who's listening, who doesn't know, what does that mean? What's a black magic box?
1: Okay, black magic design is a company and they specialize in um, anything from very high end multimedia, you know, your your local television station will probably have some black magic design equipment all the way down to something simple that, you know, these kids who are streaming their video games might have this little box. And what is, what it is, it's a little box, maybe about that big, you know, I'm, for those who are listening to this, you know, maybe like the size of a deck of cards, I Mm -hmm. guess would be a good way to say it. And you plug in an HDMI cable from your camera into that. And then that will then plug into your computer with a USB cable. And you'll put a driver software, some little piece of software that Blackmagic design uh, makes for it. And that converts the signal from HDMI to a signal that the computer sees through the USB so that it can send it out on the, on the internet as if it was a webcam, like it was your Logitech webcam. Because the, the signal coming out of most cameras, now some cameras are adding this, but most cameras today don't have this capability built into the camera, like your Logitech webcam does most of them don't have that and so you need that little interface uh and i just there's other ones there's uh elgato e-l-g-a-t-o um i always thought that was a weird name it's spanish for the cat Mm -hmm. why in the world they called their stuff that? i don't know but it's interesting uh they have one that's made um it's more of a a consumer end product we bought that first because it was cheaper it just didn't work as well but my son has one now and his works great so you know maybe it was just the the one that we had, but they make it too. It's like 60 bucks, um, 60 or 80 bucks, something like that. So you do that. And by the way, there's another thing that you have to consider. And that is if you're in a church setting Mm -hmm. and that is getting your soundboard connected to your computer, because if you use the audio out of your camera, whoever's using the camera, if they're, you know, they turn to the sound guy and whisper, Hey, Turn on that up. That's going to go out over the signal, <laughs> over the, the, the uh, stream, whether you're on Facebook or some other uh, companies uh, streaming. And so what you want is a dedicated connection that comes out of your soundboard and into your, camera, uh, into your computer, and you'll need a special kind of cable for that. Um, and right off the top of my head, I can't remember what that's called, but if you go to kevinpurcell.org, I don't know if you'll share the link to my article that I posted about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's in there. It's explained in there. So,
0: Yeah, I definitely will. I'll put that and lots of other resources that you and I will talk about in the show notes of this episode, so everyone will be able to find it. So that's great. Yeah, it's such a good point, too, that we have to, as music ministers, have to keep the audio in mind as well because like you said if we use the camera's audio on its own it kind of picks up for lack of a better term like ambient noise Mm -hmm. or whatever it is in the room so yeah having
1: things like that yeah
0: yes Mm -hmm. and oftentimes too the preacher and the music will sound depending on the acoustic um very reverberant or difficult to understand oh yeah yeah. um so great yeah so I'm definitely an
1: important tip about an important point about streaming as much as you focus on the quality of the video, you you can you can sort of skimp on the quality of the video as long as your sound your audio is superb. If your audio is very good, video like a 720p is going to be okay. You don't want to go down to VGA quality, you know, 480 like some old camcorder. I don't even know if you could find a way to connect that to your computer, but <laughs> uh, in the in this day, but but the audio is more important. And so that's something I'm sadly not as um, skilled and knowledgeable about uh, sound systems and things like that as I am about cameras but uh, and, and other tech, but but that's more important. And, you know, just think about yourself as you're watching something on the internet. Um, when it, when the audio starts messing up, you get frustrated. If the video is bad, you're like, okay, it looks bad, but you know, I can still see it, it's okay. So.
0: Right, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let's take it one step back. So we've talked about the cameras, we've of course alluded to the sound, we've talked about black magic and how to get that to a computer. You've alluded now, of course, depending on which computer or what what type of software you use, Mac versus Windows, it, it kind of opens up different options for your live streaming software. So would you mind giving a recommendation for live streaming software for either Mac or windows?
1: Well, the, the sort of the standard free solution that is open source is something called OBS studio. I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but uh, I'm not sure what OBS stands for, to be honest, but that doesn't matter. But if you find, if you just search OBS studio, you'll find something. And that's, that's one option because what that does is that takes your signal from your computer and it will allow you to send it to multiple places. Mm-hmm. You can set that up to send it to Facebook and YouTube and anything that has, what's the 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 code, the name that they have for the big string? A stream key? Yes, a stream key. Yeah, a stream key. Mm-hmm. As long as you got a stream key for your streaming um, software service, then you can put it in there and set it up. That takes some know-how. You're going to be... Relying on somebody who maybe has some knowledge that you won't have if you're not skilled in this, or some research you're gonna to have to look that up. But a, a more simple end-to-end solution on a Mac is Ecamm Live. That's what our church uses, and we bought it before it was a subscription. So I'll tell you now, it is a subscription. You can use it for free, uh, not free, but let me think. Let me think about that. I'll just say this: we bought it before it was a subscription, and it was like forty or fifty dollars, and So we're able to use it on our computer. If you can't do that, you may need us to pay the subscription. And it's like $20 a month or $30 a month, which isn't terrible. I just don't like subscriptions.
0: Right. (laughs) So that's
1: why we've never upgraded. The subscription adds some features. But Ecamm Live is simple. And it goes to Facebook easily. And it saves it locally so that if you want to take what, you know, the video or even just the audio and do something with that. For example, I take the audio out of that, and I um, put it on, uh, I have a a sermon podcast Mm -hmm. where I just put the sermons out uh, for our people and for anybody who wants to see it, and you can find that, you know, the sermons at High Peak is what we call it, but that's, um, I do that with that, and then the, the, we also record the whole audio onto a CD and give it away to shut-ins who we have given CD players to so that they can listen to it because they're not on Facebook or anything during this time or any (laughs) time. Right. Right. Ecamm is one of those. Um, There are other services, and I mean, there's dozens of these now, so I really couldn't go through all of them. But one that I know of is if people use Proclaim software to do their... uh, to show their le- lyrics and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. uh, Proclaim has a solution that you can add some uh, stuff to, you know, your service, and they'll do the streaming, both audio and video. Uh, so that's another solution. You know, th- there just are a bunch of those, and mm-hmm. you know, a-, a good place to find a list of those is the website I used to write for ChurchTechToday.com. Um, the uh, that website had an article. I think every year they did an article on the best streaming services. and so okay, great. You'd be able to find one there from the last year or two.
0: Great. okay, good. All right, so as we wrap up, we have a lot of resources we're going to be sharing in the show notes. I'll find that what you're just you know I'll find that web page you just talked about. But um, I kind of hoped at the end here, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear a little bit about your podcast, Theotech. So um, so yeah, so what's what's your podcast all about?
1: Well, Theotech has been around for a few years, but we kind of went into a hiatus. Our guys, all, all of us kind of got burned out, doing it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you know anything about thought podcasting, consistency is key. Right. And getting it restarted, we've been very inconsistent. But our hope and plan is, it's all about, my tagline is, ministry tech made easy. Mm-hmm. And so it's anything from Bible software is kind of a love of mine. As a pastor, I'm always, mm-hmm. every week I'm preparing two to three sermons. Um, and studying the Bible just on my own. And so we talk, we're going to talk a lot about Bible software. Uh, there's just two of us now on it every week. Rick Mansfield is um, the chief um, technology evangelist for Accordance Bible Software. He, he made the name up himself. Uh, they said, what do you want to call yourself when they hired him? But anyway, uh, he did that sort of tongue in cheek. But uh, according to Bible Software, it was one of the premier Bible software companies out there. I use Logos, and so we kind of both come at it from the two biggies. Um, and we talk about that. We, we talk about we're both Matt, uh, Apple users, and so we probably will talk a little bit more about Apple products than other things. Uh, I'm sure when Apple releases all their new stuff, we'll probably do a podcast about it. Um, our our next podcast is going to be about thing tools and things that you can use to make yourself more productive as a minister. Uh, and so we'll talk about some software tips and some different things, ways you can use your iPhone better or your your computer better, those kinds of things. And it's just all that stuff. It's, sometimes it's general tech that might appeal to anybody, but it's almost always with a, a sort of a bent towards ministers who are doing ministry. And so I'm a pastor. He used to be in ministry before he joined Accordance, and he kind of sees that as ministry too. So
0: Mm-hmm. Great. And if someone was listening and they wanted to listen to your podcast, can it be found on Apple Podcasts and everything like yeah. that?
1: Okay. Yeah, we, um, we use it with uh, Apple, Google, um, Spotify. Uh, it's because we use Anchor. Uh, if you're never familiar, if you want to start a podcast, I think Anchor is the easiest way to get started. Uh, and so that's, we use it. And so it sends it out to like 12 different places. Or you can just go to kevinpurcell.org and you'll find a link to it there.
0: Great. Okay, I'll put the link to that also in the uh, in the e- in the show notes of this. Okay. Uh, so just in case anyone wants to listen, I know I will be subscribing. So I Good. will. Uh, I'll tune into your next uh, your next episode. But Kevin, thank you for your time and your knowledge today on a topic that has become so pertinent for ministry and outreach, especially right now, as at the time of this recording. Many of us are still very limited in how we interact with one another. So thank you for your time and expertise today.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Good to talk to
0: you. I will bless the. My soul shall glory in the for God has been so good to me. thanks so much to Kevin for his time today For more information about Kevin and all of the technological offerings he provides, Check out the show notes of this episode at ministrymonday.org. The recording of Taste and See was produced by GIA Publications, and the theme music for this episode was produced by Aaron Shows. Today's episode of Ministry Monday was produced by me, Amanda Bruce. That's it for today. With the Spirit's gifts empowering us for the work of ministry, thanks for listening. Have a great week and we'll see you back here next Monday.